you a fan of this podcast? Do you wish there was even more juicy content for you to sink your ears into? Well, there is. You can become a premium member of this podcast for $5.99 a month and get full access to an archive of over 50 bonus episodes. Additionally, we release a bonus episode every single month. That's a ton of extra content, including my personal interior design diaries, extra tips, my talking about trends, and so much more. Additionally, you'll be keeping us on the airwaves each and every week because your premium membership money goes directly back to making this podcast amazing. Check us out at affordableinteriordesign.com. Click on podcast to learn more and to become a premium member today. high-end designer or a lot of money to get a luxe look be your own interior designer this is affordable interior design the podcast here's your host betsy Hellman. hi everybody happy 2021 i'm so excited to be here with you and i'm actually joined by a special guest Matthew Gunselman is with me, and he recently completed the Affordable Interior Design Academy program. He started as a podcast listener just like you, and I'd love for him to tell you about his story, um, sort of where he started, where he is now. So Matthew, welcome to the podcast. Hi, Betsy. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be here. I'm so excited to have you. So, you know, you were a listener for how long? Um, I started listening in 2018, which um, I believe was only a few months before you actually let everyone know that you had the Academy kind of in your head, you know, you're kind of thinking about how to do that and um, preparing. So it was a really good time. So when you were first hearing the podcast, when you heard about the opportunity, was there hesitation? Were you immediately like, I'm going to do this? What did that look like? I knew that I was definitely going to join the Academy once it was released, and I was kind of just biding my time until that day came. I, when I started listening to your podcast, um, you know, I was just trying to cultivate my hobby a little bit at the time. You know, I'm a podcast junkie, but mostly I listen to news podcasts. And so this was like, you know, I need a little bit of culture besides just news. And so I did the um, listen to the podcast and I didn't expect that you were going to be releasing an Academy, but um, once you did, I knew that that's exactly the path that I wanted to go on. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about yourself, life outside of listening to podcasts or becoming an interior designer. What did that look like? What does that look like? Who are you, Matthew? Tell me. <laughs> so my background is in architectural glass. So for those who don't know, it's um, essentially like we do thick cast glass for high-end residential and commercial clients. So my career, I was already working closely with architects and interior designers, which really kind of piqued my interest, seeing the spaces that they're creating. And it was just kind of inspiring to see that as well. I always had some interest in it, but that was really close to or cool to be closely involved on those projects. 
so I knew that I wanted to get into interior design, but finding the right entry point was a little difficult. You know, I already went to college for fine art and I was not really wanting to go back for a whole new program um, to learn those skills. So, you know, hearing about the academy, I knew like this would be a really great place to go. Yeah. And, you know, hearing about your background, of course, I knew you were working in glass, but have you seen Blown Away on Netflix or whatever it's called? What's that reality show about blown glass? Um, yeah. So <laughs> I have heard of it. I have not watched it. Um, it is there, so good. Yeah. No, glass blowers are really amazing. You know, I we don't do glass blowing at our studio. Um, it's, you know, we do a lot of things with glass except really blow a bubble. <laughs> but yeah, no, I've, I've heard good things about that show. Oh my gosh. You got to watch that show. I don't really know much about glass. And of course, I can appreciate lots of different fine arts. So, you know, but any reality show, sign me up. I will watch it, uh, especially reality competition shows. And it is so good. Like season two better drop soon because I have finished all of Netflix. (laughs) It's time. Yes, definitely. Well, you're located in Seattle. Yes, yes. I moved here in 2014. And I think there's some pets back there. Tell us about that. Okay, yeah. So I have um, my pet, Athena, who's a cat, a tortie who's about nine years old. And then he might be wandering around, but our dog, Pascal, as well. Nice. We've had for just about two years. Awesome. Awesome. Well, <laughs> so you knew ever since you heard me talk about the Academy that you wanted to enroll. Now that you have completed the courses, what was the most valuable component of the Academy, would you say? Well, definitely, I would say there's kind of two parts to that answer. So the most valuable, like practical skill that I learned um, was definitely the floor planning, um, because really that's the foundation. It's the bones that make a space work. And, you know, doing all of the, um, the design work on top of that, getting the colors and patterns, textures, all of that really won't work if the floor plan doesn't work. So that's been a really great takeaway for the practical side. I could not agree more with your bones analogy, you know, because I can walk into a space and the things can just be laid out incorrectly. And just by moving those items for a client, I can give them an amazing space, even if the pieces themselves are visually lacking. But if you put the most amazing jaw-dropping items in a space and there's not enough room to walk, if you're constantly bumping your shin on the coffee table, if you can't push out your chair without hitting a wall, it's not well-designed. Yeah, no, absolutely. I literally, after I did that module of the Academy, I totally rearranged my own living room (laughs) and it works a lot better now. It works a lot better. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. So, So you said there was a second thing. Yeah, I'd say the second part is I've really learned a lot about myself, um, too. You know, as you're going through the academy, you really find out sort of strengths and weaknesses that you have and um, sort of the fears and doubts of starting a new business. And um, so it's been really valuable to just see where I can improve, how I can move forward. Um, And, you know, really, it's, you know, it feels empowering to be able to kind of take your career and your trajectory um, in hand and move forward with that. So I've learned a lot about myself and I'm still learning about myself, um, even though I'm, you know, through the academy at this point. 
but it's been really great. Well, that is the thing I love most about being an entrepreneur is that not only do I get to practice the vocation I love, right? I get to pick out people's pillows all day, but it really is a journey of self-improvement. It really is what do I need to work on to get to the next level? My business is only as good as I am. It's not like working for another company where maybe your business is only as good as your boss or you can only thrive as much as your manager will guide you. Not as an entrepreneur. You know, that's why I'm currently taking two business courses. That's my new hunger is to, you know, once you feel like you've mastered the design, which of course you will do in time, Matthew, as you're just taking oodles of clients. Once you feel like you've kind of got that under your belt, what's that next challenge? And the academy is meant to grow people who want to do their own thing, whether it's full-time, part-time, who want to get paid for this. And that makes you an entrepreneur. And that entrepreneurial journey is filled with changing yourself to up-level your business. Change yourself, up-level your business. And there's no end to that ladder. So unlike if you're working for somebody else where there's really a cap as to how far you can go, you are your own limiting factor mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. And maybe that's really showing itself, of course, when you first start your business because you're the one that has to put yourself out there. You know, the whole success is reliant on you taking those first critical steps. But even as you grow, if you want to make more money, well, then you have to step it up or you have to change something. And changing something within your business means changing something within yourself, either the way you view your packages, so you need to charge more, the way you view your own value, the way you communicate. So maybe the way you're communicating isn't helping you get more clients, maybe isn't helping you with your current clients. So I'm constantly self-improving in order to improve my business. Yeah. No, I think um, kind of touching on that, it's like you realize that at each at each step in your journey, there are some barriers. There is a barrier to work through, you know. Um, I think for for some, it's just getting started. It's deciding I'm going to take the step to better myself and maybe start the academy or hone my skills a little bit more. You know, as you for me, as I'm like in the academy or when I was in the academy, there was a nice structure. So I got through the barrier of starting and then I had a good structure that you've put in place to get through each step to learn more. But yeah, like you're saying at the end, it's really on you again to start your business, to find those clients and the you know, I know that there are going to be more barriers and things to get through, but that's actually what's really great. You know, each one sort of builds on the last and you can move forward and, you know, really improve yourself that way. And you're personally growing while you're doing this. So you're preparing yourself for that next step. So you don't have to start back from scratch. You're, it's, it's like working out, right? You are becoming stronger and you're ready for those next level weights. But in, there does come a place where you could coast, right? Because it doesn't always have to be that grind. It doesn't always have to be that ladder. But you get to choose. You get to choose when is good enough. You get to choose when you need to just take a break. There are times in my business, even though I do suffer from constantly trying to 
progress. There are times in my business where I'm like, Betsy, I'm going to coast for six months. I've got a lot going on. When COVID hit this summer, I was like, I'm coasting for three months. I don't care what happens. I have no financial goals to hit. I am just going to take life as it comes. And that's the exciting thing too in this environment. You know, my husband has a somewhat more traditional job and you watch that volatility. He is not an entrepreneur. So you watch that his destiny is in the hands of someone else at all times. And that just freaks me out. I'd rather grind (laughs) than like worry I'm going to get that call the next day. But, you know, then it comes with its own, everything has its own challenges, but I just find the self-improvement part of being an entrepreneur to be a really invaluable surprise. I'm always learning why I do things and how I can change to be more efficient, better, more strategic, more open, more empathetic, more community-minded. My business challenges me to become a better person. And now it's time for a quick commercial break. Do you love this podcast? Do you wish you could learn even more? Well, we have an online class bundle. Our online class bundle is comprised of three online classes, Beautifying Your Home for Less, Styling Your Home, and The Fundamentals of Feng Shui. Each one of those three classes is between 30 and 45 minutes long and chock-filled with visuals and tips, things that will help you to style your own space or help out with other spaces. Additionally, with the pack of three classes, you get an autographed copy of my book, Affordable Interior Design. You get all of that for only $99. Once again, that's the three online classes as well as the book for only $99. You just go to affordableinteriordesign.com slash classes. Once again, affordableinteriordesign.com slash classes to buy your bundle today. And if one of those classes sounded intriguing, but maybe you already have my book or some of the other topics are not of interest, you can buy the classes individually at that site as well. Each class is $40. So head over to affordableinteriordesign.com slash classes to get your bundle or your online class today. Speaking of challenges, what part of the academy did you find to be the most challenging? Well, a little bit going back to the earlier answer, it really is, there are parts where you really doubt, where you can doubt yourself. I, you know, at least for me, it's like, I want to make sure that I'm always, um, you know, doing the best that I can, but sometimes that can be um, a little bit of another barrier for myself that I'm setting up for myself. Um it's sometimes scary to put yourself out there in that way where you feel like you might be judged for not being at a certain level. So that's been the challenging part for me. I, I want to make sure that I'm doing well, but I also need to make sure that I'm, I have something to, that I'm showing for that as well. Right, right. You want to be able to back it up with confidence, <laughs> with previous work, with experience. And, and when you're new, that means working harder on the projects. The client doesn't have to see you sweat. That's the beauty of interior design is you can take all the resources back to your hidey hole and create (laughs) the plans and spend 10 hours finding four light fixtures and they will never know, right? But that won't be sustainable eventually. But the exciting thing is you don't have to be on the spot. 
they don't have to be looking over your shoulder as you feel challenged. And that's the other reason to really lean on the Academy's community or the coaching calls is that you can say, this is a project I'm working on. What do you think of this layout? That's another reason to create community outside of that. I belong to four other Facebook groups that are all about interior design. And I'm there because I like feeling a part of a community as I'm building something independently, right? Because even though I Mm -hmm. work with other people, when I started, I didn't. And it was very lonely. And you feel like you're the only one going through these struggles or you're the only one that can help with these hurdles you're facing, whether it's a client dissatisfaction email, whether it's you know, struggling with a sourcing item or things being out of stock, you feel like you have to go it alone. And I would say that's my number one tip for people starting out. Don't go it alone. Find your local chamber of commerce. Tell them that this is what you're doing. This is the new thing that you've started. Tell your friends and family you've started this new thing. Put it on Facebook. Just join a group. You don't even have to be active on the group to feel like you're a part of something. When you see, oh my gosh, look at that client struggle. I wonder how they're going to solve it. Let me look in the comments, right? Sometimes I'm just a voyeur. Sometimes I don't have a lot to say in the group. Other times I post Bernie memes like I did the other day. I made some (laughs) memes and I like put them on every Facebook group. I changed them a little bit for this one. (laughs) You won't want to miss them. But, um, But I do think finding your tribe has been the biggest eye-opener for me as a young entrepreneur, even finding like entrepreneur groups. And eventually you'll be able to invest in those. You mentioned um, that you had found an accountability buddy and that's huge. But also, you know, there's groups that you can pay to find an accountability buddy. (laughs) Yeah. And I got a lot of confidence from that when I started. I joined an entrepreneur group that is now out of business, but it was called Saver. And it was all women entrepreneurs. They accounted, they gave you an accountability partner. You did have to pay. But I sometimes find when you pay for something, you're more deeply invested. I was never going to miss an accountability partner meeting because I was paying so much per month to get this. So I do think making that investment can also help you to stay committed to your business, your actions, things like that. Yeah, no, I'm speaking to that. It's, you know, the Academy, whenever you join, you can become part of the Facebook group and you do regular um, Q&A sessions with Academy students. And those were really invaluable. So, um, you know, I would, even though I started the Academy in 2019, um, a lot of my work was actually done in 2020 during the pandemic when we all found ourselves, you know, at home more. Um, couldn't really go out and do things. Um, still can't, I guess. Um, but that was really, you know, having that time, having that community, you know, I got so much done, really. I could I could lean on them. And, you know, those sessions are really a lot, you know, they're almost therapy in a way, like a group therapy. Every You hear everyone's challenges. And whenever you're able to, you know, help other people out, you know, they also, uh, in turn, you, they can hear your challenges and give you advice, help you move forward too. So um, no, that really gives you momentum while you're working on that. Yeah. And the more you're willing to invest in that community, the more you will get out of it, which is what I truly feel about 
you know, I'm in a business course right now and I'm constantly posting on the little base camp water cooler. It really, the more you can give, the more you can get. Like I loved when you made those flashcards and you shared them with everybody in the academy. They were online flashcards from Quizlet, I think. Um, but that's a really valuable gift that you can give the community as you're sort of giving back. You can be as involved as you want. I just think as somebody who's just starting a business, that is just a really important component to give you longevity because I think it can be so lonely. There were definitely days I wanted to throw in the towel and I didn't find a community for my first seven years in business. And that's sad. Like I'm born for that girl because she was lonely and she was doing things that, you know, other people could have given her advice and she could have found some really important shortcuts. So I'm Really impressed when people find the Academy and use the group like you did, Matthew, because you'll get what you give. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, you know, I've made some connections on there and, you know, that's going to be valuable going forward too, because, you know, I found that after I finished the Academy, that was a little bit of that lonely period. I felt like, oh, I'm not part of the Academy. I, you know, didn't, for whatever reason, didn't feel as comfortable reaching out, which, you know, is not, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, you know, it's, it's just p part of my personality, I think, but realizing that, you know, they're there and they're your network and they'll help support you is really great. Well, and I do think, you know, as somebody who's taken a lot of courses, that there is a time to cut the cord and be like, hey, what have I learned? I need to stand on my own two feet. I need to take this to the next level. I'm the only one that's going to jump to the next stepping stone, right? But I want you to always feel supported. You know we're there. You know where to find us. But I do think there is something valuable in saying, that was where I was. This is where I'm going. Where is my next tribe? Because I do think you should have a tribe all along the way. I had Saver seven years after I started. Saver went out of business. I have a new organization that's even bigger and better. I'm taking a Goldman Sachs business course. These people are like powerhouses. And then I'll find something new. I did Strategic Coach. Oh my gosh, amazing. So find your tribe all the way along. You know, they say in business and on all the business podcasts, you'll be listening to those soon, Matthew, not just news. <laughs> but they say you are the... Um, Oh, there's a famous saying. You're the result of the five people you spend the most time with. And so as you up-level, you need to change your group. You don't need to be with the beginners anymore, Matthew, right? So it's important for you to look to that next horizon. I'm glad you're feeling a yeah. little lonely because I want you to I want that to spur you to find your next clan. Just don't stay in the lonely because um, that's a hard place to live. It's, 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 you're not going to get any more value than what's inside your own brain. And there's so much more out there, you know, lean on people, even in other industries now to kind of show you the way. Yeah, no, definitely. Well, so, you know, people are listening to your story, being inspired by it, of course, but they might be afraid to take the plunge to try something new. What advice would you give somebody who's considering taking a program or starting an interior design career? Well, I would say, you know, kind of look around where you are right now. Um, think about where it is that you want to be next, you know? And if there's something that you want to change, it's like, 
definitely go ahead and look at what it's going to take to make that change. So make a plan. I think that the academy is a great fit for a lot of a lot of people. Obviously, you know, sometimes it's not a fit for others, but if you are looking to, you know, start your own business, take it from being just your casual listening, you know, to a podcast to actually something that you do in your everyday life, then definitely go ahead and and do it. Take the plunge. I think you'll you'll learn a lot about yourself and um by the end you will be, you will be a, an entrepreneur. That's <laughs> I, you know, I it's kind of crazy to think that, you know, I was just someone who was you know, I was comfortable in my job. I'm and it's like I took initiative and started it and I think that your listeners can too. Yeah, and I was really impressed, you know, because it's one thing to take the course and it's another thing to take the course and do all the work. You created the website, you took yourself seriously, you worked hard, you shared your advice, you shared, you know, the lessons you learned while really going through it. And that's the kind of tenacity and the kind of commitment that you need to actually run a business. So I think you have all the tools, Matthew. I know you just ended the academy recently, so it can be intimidating to just be thrust out there and say, go make that money, go take those clients. But I loved that you took it seriously all along the way. And I think that will serve you well as you continue to take yourself seriously. Yeah. And I mean, credit to a great coach who, you know, pushes you along the way. You and Paulina are really valuable resources that in the academy you have direct access to, you know, and that's, that's really invaluable as well. Well, Matthew, it has been so good catching up with you. Of course, we'll stay in touch, you know, and, (laughs) um, and yeah, we deeply care about you guys, your journey, where you want to be. So even though you finish the academy, you always know where to find us and you always know I'll push you to that next place and know that that pushing never stops unless you want it to. I'm pushing myself to get to the next place. There are scary things I have on the horizon, but you get to choose in an entrepreneurial career. And then you get to do something you love while you get to make your own choices. That's pretty liberating, I must say. (laughs) Yes, I completely agree. Well, Matthew, where can our listeners find you? Um, my website is matthewgunselman.com. Um, company is MG Interiors. Wonderful. Well, we're going to put all of this in the show notes on our website, affordableinteriordesign.com. And Matthew, you were a delight to have in the Academy and you're a delight to have on the podcast. And I hope you're still a listener, even after having all the knowledge, all the knowledge. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And thank you so much for having me. Of course. Of course. Well, everyone have a wonderful week and I'll be back with you next week. Bye. asked for it and we have answered the call. For years you've been saying, Betsy, you're talking about all these great design concepts, but we can't visualize them. You're describing the picture that the listener sent in of their problem and we wish we could see that picture too. After all, a picture is worth a thousand words and I do my best to describe them, but there's nothing like seeing it for yourself. And that's why Affordable Interior Design, the podcast, now has a YouTube channel. 
Not only do we have a YouTube channel where you could see recordings and clips of these podcast episodes, we also have an Instagram, a Facebook, and so many other exciting things. You should check it out. Head over to affordableinteriordesign.com slash links. Once again, affordableinteriordesign.com slash L-I-N-K-S links. And when you go there, you will see links to our YouTube page, our Instagram page, our Facebook page, and more. Please check it out, follow and subscribe so you can see everything I'm talking about. A big thank you to our amazing producer, Catherine Heller, to Aton and the MBCR House Band, and to Affordable Interior Design, the sponsor of this podcast and the premier place to get an amazing look on a budget. Check out affordableinteriordesign.com. If you guys love the show, the very best way to support us is by spreading the word. Tell your friends or write us an awesome review on iTunes. So until next week, guys, thanks so much for joining us, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.